Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ray. I watched the first half of Legend. I watched the second half of Legend. And I've watched all of Legend. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the other podcast. We have our uh, next great... <laughs> Co-host on the show, Ray. Everybody say hi, Ray. Give it up for Ray. Ray is in the house. Ray, fuck this up. (laughs) Did you know that he's the oldest co-host we've had? He's an old man. He's a century old. I was I was born and in. I, I saw the depression happen. <laughs> There's no, that's not a joke. So that would mean it, it wasn't the depression. It was your depression. It was, I had depression. <laughs> they were like, it's a boy. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> well, I already made one mistake. <laughs> Ray, how old are you? I'm actually 30. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That's I went, crazy. I went to a liquor store the other day and the guy was, I bought a lottery ticket. The guy's like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 20. And then I was like, wait, no, I'm not. I just turned 30. And I was like, I'm 30. And the guy's like, yeah, you're 30 and I'm 18. And the guy's like fucking a million. I was like, no, I'm actually. 30. Oh, wow. I'm old. Yeah, man. you don't look 30. I'm, I look like he doesn't act 30. Like he doesn't act 30. He doesn't sound 30. I don't. We I actually don't have a 15 year old boy on the show. <laughs> you, you would never know. Yeah, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm an adult. Vince, an adult man? <laughs> would you like an alcohol? <laughs> and this 30 year old full grown adult man suggested we watch a little movie called Legend. Yes, this movie came out when I was 82. <laughs> <laughs> And you remember it fondly. I, I was I was in there and I was like, kids, this is gonna be this is gonna gonna go down in history, this movie. And so, it, and so it did not. <laughs> you know what? That's You're okay. Oh, I definitely want to bring that up because this movie, I, I guess we should just get this out of the way. I really enjoyed this watch. Awesome. I, I really love this film. And I'm shocked that this movie isn't n- more well known. So why did you actually recommend this, Ray? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you? Uh, because uh, when I was a little kid, um, yeah, when, I, man, all when, serious, when I was <laughs> when I was an actual little kid, mm-hmm. um, this was my favorite movie that was not Star Wars. Ooh. Wow. That's um, that's a really weird thing to say. That's a really weird thing to say. Yeah. Because I don't I, I don't think I've ever met a person, maybe two, three people who've actually talked or, you know, mentioned this film before. It's a, a and it's a weird movie for a little kid to like because Mm. Satan's in it Yeah Satan's in it Uh, The (laughs) big D Uh, Yeah And fucking um, It's directed by Ridley Scott Yeah Ridley Scott Is the director of it Although in my In my defense Like when I was a little bit older, like my favorite horror movie, and it still is my favorite horror movie, is uh, Alien. Alien is a also great horror by film. Ridley Scott. What do you think about like uh, uh, Blade Runner? Is uh, fucking my, Blade Runner is actually my favorite movie. Wow. Like of all time. So yeah, you're just a big Ridley Scott fan. I would take a load of that man's <laughs> movies in my face. <laughs> I had to clean that Would up. you? <laughs> Let's if say. He, if he had a load of movies and he's like, here, Raymond. And I was, yeah, yeah, sure. Even the, right. even the theatrical version of of uh, of um, Blade Runner, you. I would about. have no problem with it. I, wow. I still enjoy it because certain parts of the narration, I'm like oh, okay with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoy obviously. But this like is the final cut. More. But this, but this was, movie, yeah, was the final cut. <laughs> the final. Cu- there <laughs> is a direct. There is a director's cut of Legend, by the way. And of course, it's there is. No hours, shit. It's two hours long. Uh, the music isn't done by Tangerine Dream. I love the music in this. The, mu- the music in this is great. It's yeah. weird. Like, okay, do you know who Ethan? I'm, do you I'm know hoping who? I didn't accidentally watch the extended cut. Tangerine oh, no. Dream. What was the music like? The well, music for the, Tangerine Dream is done by like synthesizers. Okay, and, yeah, okay. You've, yeah. you've heard Tangerine Dream before. They were also the people who did the music uh, for uh, Risky Business. Also, oh. also, most recently, they did the music for Grand Theft Auto Five. No shit. Yeah, they did oh. the sound. The huh. 
score of Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm like, pretty sure anything that it wasn't like a licensed track or whatever. Yeah, mm. like it's driving down the road, you that was Tangerine Dream with someone else. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we said that at the same time. All right, we got to get it was actually interesting. That yeah, was we have to no. get in this movie because it is a big film. There's yeah. a lot of things to unpack in this film. Uh, I just want to mention the first thing I saw in this movie was Tom Cruise dressed as the last samurai getting defeated by some monster in the water. That was a weird place to start. That is a very, I, I saw that part and was like, oh man. All right, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with this. Uh, so Ethan, how does the movie begin? So the movie begins with Tim Curry narrating it. Ooh. And he's all like, I'm... Riddick and <laughs> Ghosties Fools. Neckwogs. Neckwogs. Shine your eyes. And we're like, some money, I don't know. What do we get paid in this universe? Weird aliens that can't see in the dark. I don't know. That fucking series. That's a weird uh that's a weird thing. <laughs> anyway, uh no, this movie starts off with Tim Curry actually having uh as a Lord of Darkness talking about himself. He's so cool. He's talking about how he's like the Lord of Darkness, and I was like, oh man, is this like Diablo 2? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I can um, see that. But uh, he, what he's talking about is he's like, I really want this horn of this specific creature. And you're like, what's that specific creature? Mm. And luckily he's talking to this little goblin guy. Apparently he's the nastiest in the biz. Ooh. And this goblin's name is... His name um, is Blix. 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 Which is also... Uh, Blix the Cat is my favorite Xbox game. Man, that's Blix the Cat. <laughs> I know, I know. You a fool. <laughs> it's close enough. Close enough. Blix. Uh, Blix, Blix is actually my favorite toothpaste. Oh, Blix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gets right out the dicks. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, to be fair, Blix loves rhyming randomly for no reason. Yes. <laughs> because like, this is a fantasy movie. Yeah, but you think it would be like, they would go the extra mile be like, all right, we're going to write everything is going to be rhyme. He's only going to talk in rhymes. Nah, when he feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Just like when he um, wants to be ominous, he's like, I got a good one, Max. <laughs> Here we go. He's basically the guy who wrote Hamilton. Yeah, sure. <laughs> got the same haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Same ears, same green same, skin, yeah. same freaking same nose, you know, that's coming over. Same complexion of just I have, grease. I have to point this out. Wow, that was so <laughs> racist. I guess that wasn't grease. Wait, no, he the, the goblin's really greasy, though. <laughs> Were you saying that the guy who wrote Hamilton is greasy skin? Well, I said he also has a weird nose, and apparently that's not offensive, but also they go to greasy skin. Well, you could, well, you could have racist that actually up and said hook nose. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never seen the guy from Hamilton, so I don't know what he looks like. Was he? He's like, uh, he's from, uh... He looks like Blix. Yeah, he looks like Blix the Cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Blix the Cat. Blix the Time Sweeper. <laughs> anyway, so... Wait, what does the actual Hamilton guy look like? Because uh, I feel bad, even though I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> have you seen the guy? No, I have not. Ah, shit, he's got darker skin, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway, so right. tell me more about Blix. All right, well, apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he tells the goblin he wants his horn, and the goblin's like, "All right, I'll do it," because I'm the evilest motherfucker around. Mm -hmm. So, um, cuts to this this fairy ass lady who's just <laughs> flying around and is like, "I'm just a pretty princess, mm. Princess Lily." She's oh, like, yeah. apparently, like some kind of is she a fairy or she's just a straight up princess? She's right? A she's, princess. she's she is a princess. They don't say it in the. Like they don't say it in the theatrical cut, but she is literally a princess. She goes out into the woods and stuff and hangs just out. Just like princess oh. shit, right? Yeah, like she princess she's like Dizzy princess shit though, where she's like grabbing birds and like talking to them yeah. and stuff yeah. though. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I might have seen the theatrical cut because they straight up call her princess in my version. They call her Princess Lily later. Oh, well, they call her princess in mine too. Yeah. Oh, maybe we saw I the theatrical. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I, I thought they only said that in like the director's cut. In the well, theatrical. Her, I don't remember. They refer to it multiple times. So, do? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, when's the last time you saw this movie? Like I saw like. Four days ago, whenever oh. you said, hey, we're, we want to be on the podcast, I was like, sure. And then I was like, I've, I'll watch the movie because it's been like at least a year or two since I've seen it. All right. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, 
Um, anyway, uh, so here's a note about the when the, the Lord of Darkness is talking. He says, you right. need to find someone innocent as bait. That is the person that will get the creature out. Right. Um, so cut immediately to this princess who's running around. <laughs> also, do you know who the princess is? Uh, yeah, that's a girl looks, from Ferris Bueller, right? Yes. Fuck okay. yeah. Oh, man, motherfucker. Mi- Mia Sarah. Okay. Who's, yeah. Who's, um, when this movie was being made, I feel, this is a little trivia, she was 16 years old. Ooh, that doesn't make and, me feel good about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it could actually, by the end of this sentence, might make you feel better about this. Uh, the movie um, was so, the production was so troubled and um, uh, actually part of the studio burned down. Pinewood Studios in um, UK burned right. down. Okay. So they had to pause production for a while. But So by the time they finished the movie, Mia Farrow was, uh, Mia, Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow was like 82 by this time. <laughs> but no, Mia Sarah was uh, 18 by the time oh, the movie was goodness. done. Took two years to make this fucking movie. Was she 18 movie. in those scenes where she's wearing like nothing? We have no idea. We have no way to <laughs> know. We'll just say we yes. Can't confirm or deny. I mean, she was 16 in the UK where it's legal age. Super legal there. That still makes it creepy to me. <laughs> but 18, you could just hope that those scenes where you're like, yeah. Yeah, do that one. You just <laughs> assume that she's 18. Ridley uh, Scott is kind of a creep sometimes. Yeah, let's be honest. So, sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, she's best with clotheslines, visiting poor folk as princesses do she's in fairy places. Songs. She's singing her songs. Yeah. But then she knows she's got some shit going on because she's looking at like a, a clock and it's like, oh man, look at this clock. And all of a sudden it gets frosty and you're like, oh. whoa, she's tripping out. Mm. I'm going to hang out with this old lady and she's going to offer me some biscuits. And she eats the biscuits. She's like, I have no time for this. And then she goes off and runs into the forest. And she goes to the forest, mm-hmm. and she's walking around. She's like, "Sam, where's Sam? Sam, are you kidding? Me? That's not Sam, is it's it? It's not no. Sam. God Jack. Damn. It's Jack. Why There's like Sam? four people in this movie with names. <laughs> I don't think there's a single Sam in the movie. I don't, I don't know why I put Sam down. Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, that's Jack. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, I wrote down Jack later on, which is weird. <laughs> Sam at the beginning. Okay, you right. have our friend Sam. You know, we, you met, yeah. or I am Sam. <laughs> I am Sam. Um, so she runs into, so she's t- calling out the Jack and wandering into him. And I'll say just, you're like, oh man, is this bad? Is this going to be a bad person? No, Jack pops out. He's a weird looking Tom Cruise man. <laughs> yeah, he's a young Tom Cruise. He's a weird young Tom Cruise with long hair. And mm-hmm. and he, the first time you meet him, he's sitting like a weirdo, you know? Like a weirdo? He's like squatting. He's got like. Because he, he did a flip out of the air. He did a flip he out of the sits, air. He crouches down like he's a catcher. Yeah. And Not he, that kind of catcher. Baseball <laughs> catcher. <laughs> and, then he, and then he goes and he gets food from her and she's like I made it myself and he's like just sits there and just keeps eating it and he's just being real weird like quiet really weirdly quiet and then she says is it sweet and he does this front flip and in the creepiest voice goes I know someone sweeter Ooh, I don't <laughs> it was the, like the this. way he says things and like at least the beginning part of the movie is fucking creepy as shit mm-hmm. he's just creepy dude yeah he's just a creepy he's, dude he's, but he's our protagonist he does some creepy stuff he does beginning. some creepy stuff mm-hmm Anyway, why does he, he live in the woods? Who knows? I don't know. Oh, that's not explained. Uh, he, he, he's like a what is he? He's like a he's mm. not a fairy. He um, they just say, oh, you're a forest child. And that's it. OK, he's like he's a homeless man. Yeah, basically. Oh, he's just a homeless guy. <laughs> and that's you, you just said he's Link. Basic. OK, well, this is another fucking piece of trivia. Uh-huh. Apparently, um, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto saw this film. When it came out, and then a year later, uh, Zelda came out, and during the production of uh, Zelda, you know? he made this movie, okay. and then he's like, I, well, I'm going to incorporate it. Because they also have a fucking fairy that follows them around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. And Holy he, shit. And he defeats Ganondorf with light. Okay, I haven't seen that part. Yeah, oh, well. he does. Later yeah. on in the movie. Is and he, Ganondorf totally like kind of looks like him. Like His weird bad guy Ganon too. form where he's a pig, has mm-hmm. horns and stuff, and you're like, He's well, bigger. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It is, interesting. it is a weird myth. Like, there's no, like, there are people who say like secondhand accounts like, oh, Shigeru Miyamoto got the idea or at least some parts of 
Legend of Zelda from watching the Legend movie. No oh, man, that all damn. came from his dreams. Yeah, right. Apparently, well, apparently, it was, yeah, um, dreams after yeah. watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he dreamt about this movie. He's like fucking. It must, it, it must have gone in, in there. Nintendo game. game. Nintendo game. Got it. <laughs> so I feel like this is the closest we can ever get to a, a Legend of Zelda movie. In which right, case, exactly. I'm okay with it. Until you know, a bunch of shitty people uh, make a, a, a Kickstarter to make a bunch of money to make a shitty version. Of yes, it. Yeah, that exactly. will happen. That's true. Which will eventually happen. Which probably already did happen. We just don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's got, like, I gotta show you a special gift. His penis. She, she's like, yeah, <laughs> it is a, a, these very long <laughs> horns. Wait, what? She, no, I'm kidding. It's not actually his penis. <laughs> you made it sound like that, but he he's goes, Ocarina. He takes to a place. It's like a brook. She's like amazed by it. I'm like, why is she fucking so amazed? Like, this is just a brook. Mm -hmm. Then unicorns appear. Two unicorns. Ooh. They come out and they're all majestic. But during this time, you notice that it's cutting between the unicorns and these goblins. <gasps> and the goblins have these, you know, are sitting there and they're being weird. Doing, I don't say anything. Doing goblin scared things. Thing. Yeah, doing goblin stuff. Yeah. Um, Goblin stuff, just bickering. Goblin stuff. One, <laughs> of the thing, one of the things they said is, Look, ugly one-horned mule. <laughs> Which was excellent. Was Later on, they call him a. They call it a horse too. They don't. They never refer to it yeah. as a uni unicorn because I mean, they're dumb. They're dumb. They're, they're dumb goblins. They're, dumb. they're definitely the worst part of the movie. So here's the thing. Lily does a stupid thing. She starts walking towards the unicorns. He's like, No, don't go. And she just looks at him and is like, Heh. Just goes ahead. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, what an asshole. He's like, this nice place and you just go and ruin it. Yeah. It's like inviting someone to like a dinner and then they're just like. Then they go touch a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. You touch a unicorn. It's very weird rules of etiquette for getting invited to a dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's not like it's his house. It's just a fucking forest that he lives. Yeah. But he also, in. I feel like he's a forest person and he's been teaching. It sounds like he's been teaching her magic or something mm, okay. at this point. And she just disobeys him. It's like, whatever. It's like, dude, you're talk to the forest child. You know, it's coming to someone's house. He's going to start messing with stuff. You might expect to get burned. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is they, they freak out a little bit, but then they come and they hang out. She's like, I'm going to go touch it. And it lets her touch him. And this is the perfect time when the goblin's like, nah, time to shoot it with my blow dart. And he shoots it with a blow dart. <laughs> he shoots it with a blow dart. A blow dart. <laughs> which is like crazy looking too. Like he uses like It's a weird... all gnarled and stuff. Yeah. And he gets like the poison. He dips in and it looks like fucking ink. With It like... looks like he got a hummingbird or something. Yeah. Or like some sort yeah. of bug with a stinger and just puts it in the blowhole and just shoots it. All the props and like sets in this movie are like weirdly detailed. Yeah. And like have They're like weird weirdly stories detailed and them. really bright. I've got, um, yeah. I've got a question for you guys. How much of this movie do you believe? believe uh was shot um on a set i think the whole thing yes yeah like, there it, was yeah. like one shot in the movie apparently that was not shot that was shot on location everything else those are super set. well detailed sets though yeah so, those sets the lighting was just way too that's good. what i was that's what i was gonna say I, I i was gonna say later but now that we're bringing up sets like i relate this a lot to a movie like uh like labyrinth you know yeah, yeah. but labyrinth like the sets in that are like they kind of look okay but they're also shot like a set this is shot like a location, you yeah. know, like the way these beautiful, intricate sets are shot. It's not showing the set off. It's showing off the things we want to see and giving a good mood. And, and like, they're doing weird shit it. in the back. Like there's pollen all the yes, time yes. when you're in the forest. You're like, like the, when you're watching this, you're like, is this a fucking set or is this yeah. real? Because there's just shit like leaves falling everywhere. And you're like, it this was, can't be fake. It was no. beautiful. It was, it, it really brought me into the scene. Like it did such a good job of making like, cause I, it wasn't for the weird lighting. Like I would have thought that this was, it was a shitty, outdoors. yeah. Or it was just a set. Like that's the thing. It was just like, Oh, great set. I knew it was a set, but the set was so beautiful and intricate. I didn't even like think about like all the man hours that must've gone into like making everything and carving yeah. everything. It was just beautiful. It's just funny beautiful. that you mentioned weird um, lighting. There's a uh, part later on in the movie where you, if um, it's, 
um, you mentioned, oh, what the fuck was it? It's like when it's dark and they're like hanging out uh, in a by a campfire mm-hmm. and you just see two lights off in the background. They're very obviously just set lights. Just oh, very obvious. Oh, just I missed that. Interesting. In the background, you're like, that was like the one part you're like, this is obviously a fucking set because those are, the, you can tell those are just like beam lights. Beam right, lights right, right, right. And it's like, what, you, millions of dollars. That's after the place yeah. burned down. That was all they could do. <laughs> all right. So, um, the mules, mules. <laughs> I read the mule part. The unicorns are mules. <laughs> I'm a goblin. I just see it. Explains so much. Now. Uh, God, weirdo mules <laughs> make me want to drool. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So, uh, but while he's, you know, before he shoots him, and then you know she runs away, and she's like, "Oh no, I scared the thing." And Jack is like, "This is dumb. She's disobeying me," and leaves. And then she eventually fa- catches up with him, and he's like, "Yeah, as long as the unicorns were like." You know, around, they were the protectors of the forest. As long as they're around, nothing can hurt the innocent. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh. And all of a sudden, um, he's like super pissed. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly she's like, like almost a second later, he's like, nah, it's cool. And then the next scene is them kissing. It was very quick. They made up very quick. I, yeah, I don't understand this relationship, by the way. I like this movie. I do not understand their whole relationship. It's like together. not like this movie was just like fucking we gotta go like yeah. we don't have time to talk too much like <laughs> we don't have time to talk let's fuck <laughs> yeah it's basically we don't have time to talk let me just jump into this weird lake that's in the middle of nowhere yeah and so yeah. she then is like his ring and he's like oh it's pretty I guess she's like wouldn't it be cool if this is our engagement ring and he's like yeah what if I say if I do then that'll happen right and she's like yeah but wait and so my princess I gotta break up some bullshit so you have to jump some loops to jump through <laughs> yeah yeah so if whoever finds this ring will then be my suitor. And so she just throws it into the lake. Yes. And he's just like, oh shit, just jumps into the lake and tries to find the ring. But it's intercutting between the goblin. The goblin's trying to catch the horse. Yes. I'm sorry. The, the, uh, the ugly one horn mule. The ugly one horn mule. <laughs> trying to find it. And um, it's cutting between that and then the, the poison taking over the unicorn and then that cuts between them chopping the thing off the unicorn the, the oh, horn I thought you were saying top of the unicorn like in pieces <laughs> yeah it's gonna eat a unicorn meat how do you think, think geek gets that stuff <laughs> um, so so you chop the, the horn off yeah they chop the horn off and that happens everything starts turning really cold and all this winter comes and the lake that Tom Cruise is swimming in freezes, freezes over <gasps> And he's like, oh, no, what do I do? And then he busts out of it because he's oh, Tom Cruise. damn. Um, dun, 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 <laughs> You got to find the ring down there. <laughs> I don't know why Scotty was there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my horrible Simon Pegg impression. I <laughs> really bad. I mean, he did play Scotty. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, who does he play? Oh, the Scottinman. <laughs> Your mission, should you choose to accept it. <laughs> I'm just the bloody tech guy over here. <laughs> Grab me bagpipes and let's get out of here. <laughs> dun, dun. All right, anyways, what happens next? Busts out of the frozen lake, and then what happens? Uh, the movie ends. Uh, pretty that, much. That's it. That's now, um... <laughs> Night, everyone. So, so it's her, she runs away. She goes to kind of the old place where she was hanging out with the old lady, but the old lady's all frozen. Everything's frozen. And then these freaking god, the goblins pop in. They're all uh. celebrating like they said, um, mortal world turned to ice, a goblin's paradise. <laughs> oh, and, he does um, rhyme. He does rhyme. <laughs> Freaky. That was a, and then he talks normally and he's like, yo, what are we going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with this? And, uh, but this goblin's basically like Rita Repulsa. They're just goofy <laughs> as hell. 
walking around just making weird things and just being like, why is this evil to be evil? <laughs> Seriously, like there's a, like a bucket full of eggs and then he uses the magic of the unicorn's horn, which is the weirdest sentence I've ever said. <laughs> and he just points it at it and the eggs just shoot up into the air and you're like, whoa. And he's like, a goblet omelet. Yeah. It's like, okay. He just like, knows how to use the magic of the horn. Yeah, too. you know, it's easy. Yeah, I'm sure. And no. he says literally like, how'd you do, like in the movie, like they say, how'd you do that? And he's like, it's, it's easy. Oh, like he literally says that yeah. line. It's that's like, really weird. Yeah, <laughs> they already knew I was going to ask this question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just easy. Explain it. It's yeah. easy. Yeah, there you go. Um, so that happens. She, they all run away. They get out of that place. Uh, she Lily comes out of hiding and is like, "I have to fix this myself." Mm-hmm. And um, cut back to Jack, who just gets out of the, the ice thing. Is like, "What's going on?" And um, all of a sudden, this dude, this little man appears named Gump. Gump. What's his first name? Forrest. For- <laughs> <laughs> you got me for a second. You were prepared for <laughs> that, weren't you? Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, and it seems like it would fit because he's, like he's in the Gump. forest. It was like Bubble. What was his name? I think it was Forrest. No, he had a first. I mean, he lives in the forest. Shut up. Right. <laughs> it's Honeythorn. Honeythorn. Honeythorn Gump. That yeah. is the weirdest fucking name. I mean, that's he's a, a weird ass. looking kid, dude. He's a little boy with like the worst prosthetic ears I've he ever seen. He is in the world. apparently was, was 19. What? No, I don't believe 17, you. 17. At least 17 if you're doing that yeah. two year production cycle. Whoa. He was 17 in the movie. That's crazy. Yeah, he looked like a little weird he child. He looked like a little child. He and was he, a pretty good actor, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah only, only a weird 17 year old. Child man, he was made for this role. <laughs> That's actually all he was good in. So yeah. pretty much, he also had like an Audi belly button, which made me also think he was like a little child. Boy. So only little boys have Audi belly buttons. I mean, most little boys have Audi belly buttons. Have I've, you seen most little boys' butt belly? <laughs> <laughs> this, this got weird. <laughs> this is that podcast. Eject, eject. Let's keep going. Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> Uh-huh. So um, he's like, what happened, Jack? Jack's like, nothing. And he's like, seriously, Jack, let me know. And she's, he's like, I let Lily around the unicorns. Because you had a world around the unicorns. So he already knew who Gump was? Yeah, uh, uh, kind of. Like he kind of knew who friends? Gump was. No, he says, you don't know who Gump is? He's like, uh. And then he explains himself. He's like, okay, whatever. Okay. Anyway, he's, he's actually like a fairy, though, right? I think he's a pan, isn't he? Yeah, basically. Okay. okay. Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, like pan's he labyrinth. actually has a pan flute. You don't. He never uses it, but you but see. But he it. owns it when he turns around. He has a pan flute like, uh, on his left okay. back pocket. Yeah, yeah. A lot of weird, weird details in the film. They're yeah. like bards, right? And like, yeah, like bards. As we say, how detailed this movie is. Isn't this? Aren't the fucking prosthetics in this movie and like the makeup ridiculous? Like some of them are amazing. Some of them, like the devil is. Fucking yeah, insane. I never got to see him. Oh, dude, you missed out, bro. That was part of. I'm, and now, now the more the more you talk about this, you guys watch the fucking. Um, uh, director's cut because oh. you don't that's part of the reveal in the director's cut is you don't see Tim Curry in his full on devil makeup until until um, the second way, half yeah the second way through the yeah, that's the thing I didn't see him yeah so we did see the director's cut it's a great cut. reveal but you didn't it, get to see how it was a weird fucking reveal yeah. man but yeah his makeup phenomenal the little boy's ears, not terrible. so great. But, terrible. M- but Meg, the green girl from the swamp, fucking crazy. I didn't see you guys, her. Yeah, no, it's the person that. Both, uh, the person that the her name is Meg. So I was the green, she has a Meg. Oh, the one that got attacked, uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, she looks crazy. Uh, I'll get to her later. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, we introduced. So yeah, Gump. Oh yeah, so Gump's there. He's doing his weird thing. Um, he's pissed because she let he let a mortal he let a mortal touch unicorn. And um, it's apparently bad news. It's bears. Super bad, apparently. <laughs> with all the little weird what forest creatures. What if the goblins weren't there and she had touched the unicorn? Would bad things still occur? Um, 
it's implied that they would, but yeah. maybe not. Maybe they're just maybe that's just old lore, and they're just because it happened, it confirmed it's their suspicion. Super suspicious, yeah. I um, guess they're like they go hand suspicious. in hand. If she, if fucking, if she didn't touch the unicorns, then the goblins wouldn't have been there. I guess that's true. Yeah. They wouldn't have had a clean shot. Yeah, because they actually did say that at one point that the goblins were like, "I took him." Blix is like, "I took him down," and one of the weird pig guys like. That was only because, like, and he's very articulate. He's like, that was only because you found the perfect spot because of the princess. Mm. He's like, ah, no. <laughs> and of course the goblin actually talked yeah. about that. But, um, I like the idea of articulate goblins speaking in a British accent. <laughs> it's really funny considering how gross these guys look. Yeah. Um, so Gump is like, yo, all right. So because we're not actually like real judges, if you're, gonna, I'm gonna play you the death song unless you can answer me this riddle, and I want to see if you can answer this riddle. Okay, you're pretty uh, much only asking me now. Yeah. Too. yeah, oh, I'm very nervous. All right, what is a, what is a, what is a bell that does not ring, but it's, this is a weird knell. Is that the right word? K N E L L. Yeah, knell? that's a knell. Yeah. Knell makes the angels sing. What is a, what is a bell does not ring, but its knell makes the angels sing. I don't know what a knell is. It, it's like um, the sound. Sound. The sound that it makes. Is it a lady? No. Nell is a woman's name? No. I'm going to allow it. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> but Gump is very, thinks he's got them. Mm. But then Jack's like, flowers. And he specifically says, bluebells. And then Gump loses his I shit. I would never fucking got <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would never gotten that. But I thought it would be funny. I thought bell meant like a woman, like a bell woman, you know? And then a knell Like also. bell from Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you're no. wrong. No. Sorry. Fuck. Like, uh, obviously, I wouldn't have gotten the princess. Obviously, you haven't been to many funerals because when when someone you know that dies, you bring them a woman named Belle. And you just lay her by the coffin. You're like, there. There. You stay there. there. You just, no, sit. <laughs> and then you lower her into the... And then she's like, I, I got paid to be here. And then basically it's a grim affair because two people now have died. Wow, that's weird. Being an actor can suck. It might you be know. a Mexican thing. <laughs> now that I think. Um, so... Also, before we go any further, Ray is Mexican. Yeah, We're not I'm, just saying that out of racism. No, I'm super racist <laughs> against Mexicans. Which he is. Also, I'm Mexican. Um, right. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, good. segue. The segue. <laughs> Sidebar. Not a, it's okay. Right? <laughs> totally. All right. So, uh, but then he gets over it quickly. They all drink some nice wine. Um, Wait, why are they drinking wine? Just because he answered the riddle? Sure, why not? Okay. They're, whatever. They're like, bring me your finest wine. We're cool. And did you... F- it was the weirdest way that they showed the wine. Like he's like, um, he's like, oh, we should we can we should celebrate because you got the answer and you're not dead now. He's and he's like Brom Tom, which is one of the other Brom elves Tom. that's here. Brom Tom. There we go. Yeah, he's one. And of then the... his hat shoots off, and under his hat it's... is the wine. Whoa, uh, that's so awesome! <laughs> it's weird. That was weird. And then they all drank it. That was his finest wine. You keep in your hat. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's aged well, he keeps it on him at all times. I mean, think about it. That's just like an alcoholic. And it comes into effect that is later. A full, that's literally just carrying a flask around. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what happens next? They drink wine. Uh, they drink wine, they have a great a time. Um, then Jack finds they one. They steal the, uni- the wine. They Jack, take that they, they go and they look for a unicorn <laughs> and they find one of the unicorns. They're like, what happened to unicorns? And they're like, oh, no, probably something bad. He finds the unicorns. And I guess he talks to it. He, oh, they, yeah, in the beginning of the movie, uh, it's um, in the fucking theatrical cut. It just implied that he talks to birds and animals and everything and then the director's cut they'd say oh hey yeah you know how to talk to animals so he knows mm, how to talk yeah. to them boy people in the theater must have been really confused by this movie it, <laughs> things are just like implied yeah. like you know these although things. I think this I, I like specifically I like this movie now because um, it's not a hand holding movie that's very true it, you know you not. get too many movies where it's like 
um, were if this were if this movie were made now, Tom Cruise would still be in it. By the way, definitely he's still acting, obviously. Definitely. But it would have been more like a like a like a John Carter kind of thing, where people wouldn't have been able to like get it. You know they, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they would have had to like say it. They if they would have dumbed it down, they would have just been like, "Oh, how do you talk to the unicorn?" And then he would go off on a tirade. It's like they they speak this way, and I've learned because my master did this, and I'm I'm a child of the forest, and and right. it would go on too long. But here it's, it's just like. Jack, how do you talk to the animals? I'm fucking talking to him. All right, that's <laughs> I live it. in the woods. I live it. in the forest, dummy. It. That's it. I'm a forest child. <laughs> Duh. Um, and then he's like, "Oh no, the other unicorn's dead." And um, they real for some reason they have to find a hero to save the day. Is that what they said? They said something like yeah, that. Yeah, like one. There, obviously, since there's two unicorns, um, this um, sunrise will still come, but they're in a world of uh, the Darkness. fucking the, yeah. The world is covered Wintery. in uh, snow right now. It's winter now. Right. But um, sunrise will still come because mm-hmm. there is a second unicorn yes. with it, that is intact. Right. The other unicorn is um, slowly dying because its uh, horn has been cut off. Right. So what they got to do now is they got to find uh, a hero, a champion, to basically go down and get uh, into hell mm-hmm. to fight uh, the darkness, the devil, the devil, <laughs> and the D, the big D, the big, big D. D. And they uh, and they get, get the horn back, and that's it. There you go. Thank you for pl- patching that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the goblins are hanging out, doing a bunch of weird stuff, and at one point, they like l- use the unicorn to light another goblin's butt on fire. I just <laughs> yeah. really wanted to say that. Yeah, that was just one scene. That was amazing. And that was it. Um, and then th- so Jack goes to like a weird place, and Gump's like, "I can't follow you there." And he's like, "Una will guide you." And Una's the fairy thing that mm. looks like Navi. Hey, from, listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, she goes to a, goes to a weird Hello. gold place, <laughs> and then she turns to a little girl and acts really weird, and is yeah. like, um, "She's got a thing for Jack. Yeah. She has a big thing for Jack. Yeah, she it gets creepy later an on. An engorging huh? thing for Jack, <laughs> a raging thing for Jack. <laughs> One would Seriously. say it is throbbing. <laughs> she says, your heart, <laughs> sicko. Turns to a little weird girl and says, she can be anything, even your heart's desire. Yeah, yeah, that comes into play later. Yeah, whatever. I can see why you don't like this part of the movie, or you're not so it's, 100% it's okay. sold, it's just sold on weird. this movie. It's very it's weird. weird. It's yeah. like Dark Crystal. It's like Dark Crystal style, uh, Mad Max Underdome style. Yeah, yeah. Type of just It is very, weird. it feels very much like Dark Crystal too. Yeah. Uh, Except for there's actual like people in it, yeah, and yeah, not creepy true. marionette, not weird marionette things. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So Blix is hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. as goblins do, getting power hungry, thinking he's cool. Right. But then this other dude, the dude in the metal suit, I don't know his name. He takes the unicorn thing Horn. because Big D appears, and Big D is of course Tim Curry. Right. And Big D goes up, and then I just want to throw it out. Do you think his actual name is Big D? That's or? what they say. No, no it's darkness. They, his name is uh, the darkness. Yeah, and they call him Big D because obviously that's like saying like you know he's, he just big dick, said right? like yeah he's got a big wiener. He's got a yeah. big old wiener. He, yeah. he just he, like he shows up and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah I'm the it's devil. Like, it's like that scene and this is the end. Exactly the, the big old dick. It's just big old floppy huge dick. floppy wiener. Yeah, but um no like Big D is just he like he's a way of saying like oh hey guess who's here? I know. You're a fool. I know. You didn't know that. But I really like saying Big D. <laughs> I, know, I know you like saying that. I'm know. just going to call him you get, Satan because that's what he was. <laughs> so uh, he steals the horn and then tries to, to like do stuff. But then Big D's like, give me that horn. Yeah, he just and steals he the horn him. and is like, get out of here, bitch. And then like, <laughs> someone say, um, 
He summons a mummy. A mummy what? to grab his hand and then just be like, fuck you. And then just <laughs> and jump into a, the mummy just suicides into a pit with that goblin, the and metal it was, goblin. It was the best exchange. It like he so, grabs him by the it happens leg. so quick. And then the, the little monster goblin thing says, shit. Yeah, he says shit. <laughs> and then the, the, Which is really the, funny. Isn't that also something out of Zelda? Where like you go into like a. Yeah, every every time Link grabs well, him and goes, shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Mummies will like latch onto you and like Kinda. hump you until you die. Oh, th- those ones are. Um, what? Uh, redead, redead. We'll do that, They're but there later. are Gibdos in Zelda who mm. are basically just mummies. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. grab onto you yeah. and like keep you. It's, yeah, and they drink if only out. Brendan Fraser was there to help him out. Yeah, if only. If only. <laughs> anyway, so what happened? Same mummy twice. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps in the thing. That's just yeah, that was, weird that, exchange. That was a great scene. Yeah. Um, but then they're like, "Did you you killed unicorns, right?" And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You lied to me." You, obviously the sun's rising you didn't kill both of them like alright he's like kill the mayor it's only a female oh, doesn't matter damn. it's like dang sexism it was the up. 80s it was okay yeah <laughs> so but they're like now I need to die and they're like alright but then Lily's in the back and he overhears all this and like runs away and finds a weird man guarding the unicorn and the weird man is brown tom and Brown uh, Tom's just chilling there. What is he? Is he a goblin? He's no, not. He's, he's, a he's just a weird um, fairy thing. Yeah, they say they're fairies. Oh, I call them a dwarf. Okay, yeah. they look like they dwarves. Look like they dwarves. could be elves, but they call them fairies. They're okay. like a dwarf and an elf banged, yeah. and they're like, "Here's a fairy, I guess." <laughs> and he came out looking like Brown Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a Brown Tom the other day. It, was, yeah. it felt fantastic. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Love dropping Brown Tom out of the pool. <laughs> It's my favorite. Pinching brown Tom. It's going to be the new thing now. When you, need to covertly, Tom. when you need to covertly take a crap, you just say, I got brown Tom. <laughs> I'm going to go on a venture with brown Tom. <laughs> brown Tom, unfortunately, sounds and a little racist. Who, it, yeah. Oh, God, it totally it does. does. Like an Uncle Tom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but brown. Also, we should point it out that I that, that statement can be racist because I'm also black. <laughs> All right, now you're stretching your minority oh, step here. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Brown Tom uh, is like, "What's up?" And then the goblin's like, "You're dead, Brown Tom," and they kill him, and the, ho- the unicorn runs away. They don't kill Brown Tom, do they? They fucking they shoot him in the head. They keep shooting arrows, and he's blocking him with his fucking frying pan. That's true, but then he gets shot in the head. Yeah, then he gets shot in the head. Fucking, he looks like he's dead. It, it, Brown Tom shows dies. up later in the movie. I wrote it he down. Shows up later, but oh, he gets shot okay. in the head. He gets shot because, in the head. Yeah, you know why he gets? Uh, he lives through that because they shot him in the fucking wine glass. Oh, oh. that's why it's oh. That's you see, it's important to the plot that he uh, that has they a wine say, glass under his the hat shoots off and they show the wine mm. bottle. Okay. Interesting. It's important. It's important. I missed that part. <laughs> they thought Thank this out. Here. Cool. There was a script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they have like Tom Cruise and friends find them. I don't know where Lily went. She just ran away. She just ran away, right? Um, they. It's implied that they, no, like it's implied that she's chasing after them with uh, you know, the goblins that took the unicorn. Like mm. she ran away, but she hid again and then. They saw like, oh, she's chasing them to okay. get the unicorn back because she's really sorry. So at this point, excuse me, Tom Cruise shows up with his friends um, and they're like, oh man, what's up, Brown Tom? And he's like, oh, I'm all right, I guess. And they're like, all right, we got to cross the swamp. Let's go. So they cross the swamp and this horrifying witch thing pops out. Ah. This horrifying thing. <laughs> we already talked about her. Uh, her name's Meg, right? Yeah, Meg Mucklebones. Oh, that Muckle is a Bones. great it's a, name. It's a very specific name, by Muckle the way. Bones <laughs> is yeah. the greatest name. That is a fantastic name for a witch. Yeah. Uh, she looks crazy, and she wants to eat Jack. Also, by the way, Tom Cruise is wearing this weirdest short like tunic thing. Mm. It looks like a weird skirt dress. Some like it's right out of bit, King's Quest. It's a little yeah. bit too low. Mm, oh. could, too low or too high? 
I guess too high. Yeah, it should be lower. For Ethan, it was too low. <laughs> He's like, it needs to be higher. You should be wearing nothing. I <laughs> want to see some hair. <laughs> I just want to see no pants. You just get it upskirt later in the movie from him, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet that's as impressive as I expected to be. <laughs> He's a very short man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, creepy as hell. Um, and then... She he tricks her by looking at a shield and she's like, Wow, I'm pretty. And then he's like, I kill you. And then he slices her. Sweet. And then it's Mike's turn. Oh, damn. That was it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm so confused then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. Uh, there's a bunch of notes of me just tr- scrambling, trying to find out what's going that on. That sounds pretty accurate. Getting for my bearings. Okay. Uh, then, after they've defeated the witch, they fall into a prison pit. That and is full of old skeletons, and they come across a, a dwarf who is Brown Tom, I believe. Uh, he's in the prison, and no, like he he is like it's um the people who fell in was were Jack, Gump, Jack, Gump, Brown Tom, uh, and uh, Screwball, Screwball, and they come across another yeah the the guy that was grabbed by the mummy right before. right him he's and, also oh, okay. he's also in the prison and he knows that bad shit goes down in here. Yeah. Gump uh, is is asked to open the doors uh, for them uh, with his magic, but uh, he can't spring the lock because he's an elf, and uh, iron it gives troubles elves. Sure, why not? Yeah, that's, that, that's a weird it was, way it to was, describe that. It definitely felt like, oh, uh, we have to have a plot here, yeah. which I'll get into. But then there's fire, and then this BDSM-looking dude shows up and takes uh, the guy. Uh, the guy, the that, guy with the weird helm. Guy with, yeah. But he takes off his helm, and then you find out, Oh, he's related to fucking Brown Tom and Screwball, apparently. Because yeah, they call him brother. No, no, I'm talking Whoa. about the big bald dude. Yeah, I know. They, the big bald dude, the, the butcher, basically, takes that dude in the other cell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He takes that guy in the other cell who ends up being their brother, yeah. takes him away. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, we need to get out of this prison or else we're going to wind up like that. And uh, Tom Cruise is like, we got to save, you know, that guy. We totally got to save him. So they turn to Ula and say, Ula, help us out, you fairy. And <laughs> they're very mean. Very that, mean. That sounded very offensive. Not L- oh, yeah, it's not LBGT. Well, well, are you also friendly? gay? If you're gay, then that'll help. I, also, I'm gay. Oh, by man. the way, okay. I, we, this can't be. <laughs> I just also have to point this out. I am Mexican, but I'm not black or gay. <laughs> if I, if I, full disclosure. Okay. Full disclosure. I'm also like albino. <laughs> full disclosure. You can pass as a white man. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure. I can pass as a white. Dude. You're pro- arguably whiter than Mike. Oh Looking. yeah, probably yeah. yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, really? I can pass as a fifteen-year-old fucking white kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk onto any campus in America, and I'd be like, "Yeah, social <laughs> studies." <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so uh, they, uh, Gump doesn't believe that Ula will help him out because she's too small of a fairy. But then she turns into the little girl. And everyone's surprised by this. I don't know why. Because um, it was she, her, said, like, she said, like when she appeared to um, Jack. Jack, she was like, "This is our secret." And yeah. I was like, "I don't really it's know a, what the she secret said." Was. It's a secret to everyone. It's a secret to everyone. Well, it's no, no longer a secret to everyone, and so and so everyone's really offended by this, even though it really doesn't come up later. And they should really be like kissing her ass about this. Like, oh, so you can save us. See, Thank that's you. the thing, right? So she says, "Yeah," and th- yeah. Not only that, they're like, "Oh, so you can save us," and she goes, "I'll only save you." If Jack kisses me and Jack is like, I, I, I can't do that. I love L- L- Lily too much. Oh, get over yourself. And so she turns me a Sarah. Come so on. she turns into her. She turns into Lily in order to have him kiss her. 
and he still refuses. Ah, oh, man. And so then she flies away and everyone thinks that like they're fucked. Yeah. For like, but then, for like five good seconds. She, for five good like, seconds. Oh. They're like, good job, Jack. Now we're going to die. And then she comes back and just opens it anyway. So, oh, okay. She's like, I guess I'll stop being petty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wasn't I, that great? Wasn't that five seconds great where you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm How like, are you going to get any? Yeah. I'm like, oh, now they're left as their own devices. Hopefully elves can like affect uh, iron, but no, they don't need to worry about yeah. that. Uh, they can affect iron when they have keys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so they let her out. Or she lets them out, and they uh, find they 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 say, "Okay, we're going to split up into teams. Uh, Gump and Jack are going to go looking for the princess, and the two I'm going to call them dwarves are going to go uh, try to find the unicorn." Oh yeah, I love it when a team splits up. <laughs> Alpha Bravo, let's go. Exactly. Navy um, Legend of the Navy Seals. And here's the, one of the weirder parts, because this never comes into play later. They synchronize their watches. So we see their watches. I didn't them. know they had watches. They have watches. Okay. Uh, the dwarves have like this cool watch with like uh, like the moon and like the face of the, the moons on it and, and shit. And Gump has a weird Gump has like, uh, orb like an orb uh, like snow globe. Gump would have that. Yeah. It was really weird, and I'm just like, we're just gonna accept that this is a watch. Fine. They synchronize the watches. They uh split up, and when they split up, we see that uh oh, and I wrote down the guy who alien made this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then when they split up, we are introduced to the fact that Tim Curry, uh, the d- the devil, really loves uh Lily. Like loves her because also, and it was really weird and apparent. But he says like the sentence he says he says and he's talking to his dad. As yeah, he's, he's talking to his father. And then um, the dad's like, "Are you sure you love her?" And he's like, "Listen, I believe in a thing called love." <laughs> he Just really listen does. to the rhythm of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Son, you don't have a heart. You're <laughs> Satan." And he's like, uh, "You're the darkness." Oh. Should you be saying this? This, by the way, this is that stupid song. I know, reference. I know. I got the reference. <laughs> the terrible. I got the reference. It's also pretty good that it was the darkness. Yeah, it works it all in there. It really helped after you explained it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to make, I have to dumb this down. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to dumb this down to how dumb I am. <laughs> this was a joke. <laughs> so uh, the devil's like, I love her because she's pure of heart. And the father's like, you have to woo her, trick her into becoming one of us. So the next scene is uh, Lily comes into this dark room and is like freaked out. She sees like the fireplace. She's all scared. Oh man, a fireplace. <laughs> no, oh my God. It's a, a sinister looking fireplace. It is though. a sinister fucking looking. There's like gargoyles next to it and shit. Ooh, cool. It's really fucking cool, but also very scary. And then behind her, she sees like jewelry and a beautiful mirror and like all this like beautiful, like shimmering, like There's like shiny plums things. and like wine and stuff and it's, crazy looking chairs. So she goes up to it and she picks up like a necklace that's all shimmery and she puts it up to her neck and then she sees something from behind her and ladies and gentlemen this is the scariest fucking part of the movie (laughs) there's just a dark figure in the background dancing like in this dark room it's the most terrifying thing in this like long gown and its face is like constantly obscured by darkness you can't see it and it just starts dancing behind her (laughs) and it's really scary and she's obviously like freaked out by this she is as freaked out as the audience that we're like what the fuck is going on but then it comes up and like like touches her cheek and touches her chin and then she's like totally off and it's caster from from face off, <laughs> it's Caster Troy. Caster Troy, uh, and he's like, ha, oh, 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 oh. but then she like starts getting into it, and she starts dancing with this like dark gown, and then she becomes the gown. Her, her the Whoa. face is no longer obscured, and it is now her that's in this dark gown, and she's dancing. Yo, that's she's, like some Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader stuff. Kind it's of is, and she like weird. accepts that darkness, and then she looks in the mirror and sees herself, and then 
a big fucking red hand comes out of the mirror and reaches toward her. And she like, oh, she like goes back. And then the, the hand turns into an arm and the arm turns into a, like an entire body. And then the face comes out and it is literally the face of Satan cool. is now standing before her. He's got, he's got uh, of the fucking like, like, uh, like goat feet and it's it's and the hooves and everything and he just looks like evil like he is the bad guy clearly so does he look exactly like the devil from the tenacious d movie yes he seriously it looks like a mix between the devil from the tenacious d movie the devil from the south park series like <laughs> like all those devils put into like this character although this one came out first so this is clearly a reference and like, you've have you ever been to like um, a comic book show you've seen this and i feel like seen, if you, you haven't seen this oh that's man what that, Tim looks damn like. dude he's swole dude How yeah dude lifts dude I, and i want to ask <laughs> if you, i if i become evil do i get a body like that <laughs> <laughs> ray i want to ask you that wasn't like that wasn't tim curry in a suit right that's tim curry in a suit Wow. They, they put him, like, apparently that's all makeup and everything. Obviously, the legs are fucking fake. Well, obviously. If it's from the um, chest up, it's him wearing, like, prosthetics on his hands and everything. And, they put, and, a, uh, and a fake, like, six-pack and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's nuts. Because that was really good makeup. And the fuck, the horns. The horns are insane. They're like, crazy big. Yeah. And uh, um, I think they're, I don't know what they're made of, but I read online, um, Apparently, it gave him really bad back problems because they I were bet. really heavy. At one point, he has to run in them, and they're just, like, bouncing up and <laughs> down, yeah. and it's just insane. And so he says the line that I think everyone remembers from this movie. He looks at her and says, Even now, the evil seed of what you have done germinates within you. That is the most sinister line ever. <laughs> he says some sinister shit. He says, I'm, I, I, all of my quotes are from him. Um, cause he Let's has, see if you have the quote that I really like on there. That's, that's I wonder, because <laughs> it's a pretty great quote I have coming up here. So um, he he says that to her, and she's like obviously like no i'll never join you i'll never be evil you know and but even though she's like dark and like in this like dark revealing dress and apparently she's and i didn't know this but she's to blame for the unicorn being taken yeah. and so he's saying that to her like you are just as bad as i am you know that bad thing that you did she straight up didn't disobey jack the, the yeah. no that's true child. but he's the devil he's trying to manipulate i know he's trying but, to make her know, he's got a point like he might as well she might as well go whole just just marry the devil at this point <laughs> uh so uh, everything i've told you i've already said uh you've already mentioned this last year such a weird way to convert someone like come over to my religion and then i'm gonna marry you that's exactly what people want to do with using crazy religion to i marry guess people. that's true 16 <laughs> year old mia sarah that's what you make a religion for yep Try and yeah. seduce her. Mormons. With, with giant... <laughs> the Mormons. Oh, you're also Mormon, though, right? Also a Mormon. <laughs> I'm just everything. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's talking to her, and then Tom... I was going to say Tom Waits. Tom Cruise comes up with a plan. Tom to, Waits is like, oh, we should Tom Cruise, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. We shouldn't we should go home. Save Lily, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the devil. <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm also I'm, I'm also Tom Waits. So <laughs> oh my god! You can't get mad. At, you can't get mad. At I can never get mad at you, Tom Waits. <laughs> uh, so his plan is uh, the only thing that can kill him because he is the darkness is the sun. So his plan is to collect all the shiny things that he can to try to refract the sun from outside, inside, and like hitting him. And that's how he's gonna a mirror puzzle. A mirror hmm. puzzle, kind of like a movie with a mummy. I'm trying to think of. Anyway. Uh, so or a Zelda video game, or a Zelda yeah, video or game, basically everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. 
Okay. Uh, Sue. Uh, they save the dwarf dwarf friend whose name is Blunder uh, from the sleeping BDSM guy. Um, He's got another buddy and another equally as big uh, giant monster looking thing buddy. They're all BDSM men. Yeah. And they start collecting the shiny objects and they just look like giant fucking hubcaps. Yeah. it's the, I think they're like giant plates because obviously they're you know, big people men. live there. Yeah. They're fucking, big. fucking giants live there. But those plates make a lot of noise and wake up the giant men. And the giant guys go up and Tom Cruise beats him up, but he can't really beat him because he's much smaller than those giant men. And so, okay, you're going to have to explain this part to me. So he goes over to the fireplace that's been there and he there's been this big pot and he pushes the pot over and steam fills up the room. And are we supposed to believe like that hot boiling water hit those men and not like, killed the boiling them? water? I always assumed that like the steam like got in their, the monster's face. The other one gets defeated by the fucking... Like Gump and the other guys, they hit right. him on the head enough times and he just passes out. Right, 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 right. It's implied, I think, that um, they he pulls down the fucking pot full of boiling water and the steam gets in his face because it's right in front of him. Right, right, right. And then he just falls down and supposedly dead. Okay, okay. So it's really weird because it's like really there are certain weird. parts where like you could tell there were cuts where he wasn't close to it, and you're but there are other cuts where he was super close to the steam, and you're like, this is that weirdly. It was really strange. However, this scene I was going to bring up is another really cool like world building thing. When they push over the pot, like, you know, you see pots in movies and you're like, oh, I wonder what that pot's for. Probably making a soup. They push the pot over, a fucking skeleton comes out. Cool. And, and it's not even like like a fake looking skeleton. Like it's got like, it looks like it still has meat on it. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. So they've clearly just been taking like little gnomes and putting them in this pot. Like, and they were going to do that to Blunder probably. Cool. They uh, Earlier they mentioned the, the goblins liked eating baby flesh. Ooh, yeah, that that's fed, cool. That was fed because there was a. They found a baby that was frozen. They're gonna eat it. Ooh. And, um, I guess they just got bored and didn't. Though. Maybe. Was, yeah. So the scene they had, ends. They had a deadline for that unicorn harness. <laughs> oh, you're right. They're like, <laughs> hey, you There'll guys. There'll be plenty of tiny babies after the unicorn is. Seriously, dead. he's gonna be mad. Yeah. <laughs> big, big old floppy D. <laughs> he's gonna be it's mad. Floppy. His horns are Where's pretty my floppy. my unicorn, man? How many, be... how many baby? How many babies do you eat? The big D is gonna be throbbing with anger by the end of this. Just pulsating. <laughs> So the scene cuts and uh, Lily's sitting at the table or no, she's not sitting at the table. She's standing near the table and the devil's trying to get her to eat and like sit at the table. And she accuses him of taking her dreams away. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is the best line. I don't think just in this movie, I've probably ever heard in a fucking film. He says, the dreams of youth are the regrets of maturity. How great That's a is, fucking good line. How great is Dang. that? How great is that line? I want that on a fucking t-shirt. I want that on a on a on a, on a boom box. I feel like that would be a nice, nice typography quote that you could just put on your wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a silhouette of devil horns. That seems something. like that um That doesn't that belong quote, in a movie like this. This no. belongs like in a fucking like Charles Burkowski book or something. Yeah. Like it's nuts. So, like that that seems like that's the kind of quote that you see. Um, stupid people ruin yes. by putting it on Facebook and they'll put minions behind it or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll and they'll be like, it's about growing up. But they'll be like, you missed that you point missed of point. that quote, dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> the banana of youth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the devil says that he just wants, you know, Lily to love him. And uh, he wants her to sit down at the chair. And for some reason, she realizes that that's a bad thing. Like, she's about to sit at the chair, but then she sees, like, the fucking room start pulsating and shit. She and realizes the fucking arms on the chair, 
Our arms. Yeah, and like goes up to like grab her and yeah, shit. Yeah, like the hands are moving and stuff, and you're like, oh, that's weird. So she refuses, and he freaks the fuck out, starts pushing shit off the table. He just gets super angry, and then Lily says that she will stay on one condition. She starts laughing like a crazy she person. She starts laughing like a crazy she person. She plays it off, by the way. Like, she, she acts like, to like the a point, jerk. To the point where even the good guys don't believe she's a good guy anymore yeah. hmm. for the longest time. Uh, she starts laughing maniacally and then says that she will uh, stay on one condition, be with him for one condition. She must be the one that kills the unicorn. Um, and then, and then the, Tim Curry does like the best laugh ever. He does the best evil laugh in the world. Bass and it's and I, I wrote down he's so, really he's really getting off on this. <laughs> like his laugh is so good and so evil and so sinister and so full of bass that lightning strikes. Yes. Wow. And you know what? Are you sure he wasn't the lightning? He was the lightning. Are you sure he didn't create it for this laugh? <laughs> he a he brought forth the lightning. They, they were, they were, that was the one thing that wasn't filmed on a set. <laughs> <laughs> like after that cut, they're like, uh, Tim, you really can't do that anymore. <laughs> you need Never to knock it like off. That again. <laughs> but they, he did that like another time where she, he's like, sit. And then she's like, I prefer to stand. Mm. And then he tells her, he's like silence. And then there's lightning again. And then they use it again. And it's like, man, this never gets not creepy. No, because the thing is, is like the whole thing is being uh, shot with the lighting from the fireplace. So it's this like warm brown light, like like orange light. And then when the lightning happens, you just see how red he is because it's this stark white light against his face. And it is so fucking terrifying because it's like a light. It's, it's a lighting cue you haven't seen in this room before. Yeah. And it, it really brings it all together. Huh. It's really cool. So uh, later on, they uh, Lily goes to the unicorn. And she has the sword. Jack is there too. Um, and so is uh, Gump. And they see her with the sword about to kill the unicorn. And Gump's like, look what she's going to do. She's going to fucking murder the unicorn. You have to kill her. Because they both have like bows and arrows. And Jack is like, no, 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 no. And then he comes. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would jump on the couch and declare his love for Oprah. <laughs> I love it. I love this woman. His super he, old joke. Still, still relevant. Still, still works. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Never forgive. It's Never people forgive. like us that will keep it. They keep the dream alive. <laughs> keep the crazy Tom Cruise alive. We had a glowing review from Tom Cruise until we brought that up. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, the part where I mentioned he was really short. I'm sure he really appreciated that. He, he's like, hey, I'm short. I'll I'm live short. With I'm willing to accept that. But right. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I, I love that couch. <laughs> I love Katie I Holmes. I love this woman. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Jack says that he he says, I love Lily. I trust her. And Lily brings the sword down and instead of killing the unicorn, chops the chain in which the unicorn is being kept in. And she goes, run, be free. And Jack and Gump instead shoot at the devil. And the devil like gets it. Also, adding to the weirdness factor of this, mm. um, th and this is important to Ethan too because he hasn't seen this part. Um, there, the, the ceremonial altar in which, um, they, she is going to sacrifice the unicorn. It's got like people walking around with like robes on, they're oh, all yeah. gross monsters and everything. And there's like mounds of bones and swords of people who obviously the darkness killed. Right. And then there is a cutout of uh, like, there's a part of the wall that's missing and it's like a, a um, like a like, starscape. Yeah. Like it's space. the universe. It's Whoa. just it out into the universe, the darkness. of Yeah. Universe. I should have explained that. Like whenever you see the background in this, it's just space. Yeah. Cool. Like it's really fucking insane. I mean, see? I guess they show that at the beginning of the movie, but you don't really realize it. Yeah. Cause you're just like, mm -hmm. what yeah. is going on? It's the weirdest thing. He then says another really cool thing. He goes, Every wolf suffers flies. Tis easy enough to scratch. Okay, he says suffers fleas, but that's uh, close enough. Shit. That's close enough. Fuck. 
Shit is what the other guy said when he got grabbed by the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. I'm an idiot. Uh, but, but they have a really cool fight. They have like a he, great fight scene, but he can't kill him because he's the devil yeah. and he's just Jack. Uh, but it is at this very moment. Oh, by the way, I want to bring this up because this part is fucking stupid. So <laughs> they get one of the dwarves to climb. Oh, sorry, man. I got to go all the way back, actually. So when they uh, murdered the big BDSM guy by pushing over the steaming water, uh-huh. they look up the fireplace and they see that there's actually a light. Like, that's the direct way to sunlight. And they need somebody to get up there to uh, uh, like take one of the big hubcaps and direct the light down into it. Okay. So they get one of the dwarves to do it. The dwarf goes up. I forget which one it was. Uh, Stimpy. Stimpy it's, and no, Ren. it's Ren. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you idiot! I <laughs> uh, forget which one it was. It's Screwball. Screwball. Sorry. Screwball goes up, and then he fucking falls asleep. He's this is a his, lazy piece of shit. This is his one job, and he falls asleep. So the fairy has to Maybe go all- show up a guy named Screwball <laughs> up to do an important job. Hey, in, in his defense, the only other person to do it was either Brown Tom or no one. Exactly. <laughs> it was and like, we nobody, didn't bring enough well, well, back Nobody over. wants Brown Tom going up their, uh, their fireplace, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Some people might, but I ain't shaming them. <laughs> no shame. No shame. Uh, no shame, November. So, uh, no. Uh, so the fairy has to fucking go all the way up and wake him up. Finally, he wakes up. He directs the Tension. light. Tension. I know. Directs the light down it. It does the mummy thing. It goes pop, 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 pop. The light goes to all the different reflective services. Hits the the devil. The devil flies back and he goes, "Father, help me!" And uh, he uh, there's one part where like the unicorn horn is like stabbed into him or something um, like that. He's as he's fighting Jack. Um. Fucking he, Jack is obviously losing. He's like he being a little bit crap out of Tom Cruise. Right, right. He throws him against a chest, and then he says like, "Oh, every wolf suffers sleeves just easy enough to scratch." Right, right, right. And then he hits the fucking. Um, he brings the sword down. And he hits the treasure chest behind him. Right. But Jack, as he's flipping, sees the unicorn horn there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I got an idea. I'll just throw it at him." <laughs> so he Fetch like boy. he like he reaches down into like this weird pit that looks like lava and it's got fire. Yeah. He brings it out. And then um, um, he fucking throws it at him and it hits him in the stomach and it apparently hurts him a lot because it's magic. It's magic. It's magic from the purest form. I'm assuming. Yeah. Like so unicorn. I'm guessing huh. that makes kind of sense. Kinda sure. Sense. But he still has the unicorn like stab the unicorn horn stabbing him. In. And yeah. he uses this because he's he's like uh, he's been shot by the light uh, and he's, he's like holding on for dear life. He's about to fall into the darkness of space behind him. And he starts saying stuff like, you know, you all have darkness in you. You're my brother eternal. You know, uh, without without uh, how can light exist without darkness? Shit like that. And then he's bringing up a lot of really good points, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, true. Like if he had to really think about it, I was like, man, you know, we did fuck up today. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jack just kind of just ignores him. And then he just sends him flying into the darkness. Not only that, he like. I mean, darkness is holding on with his claws or like scratching and everything. Right, right. He's got the unicorn horn also helping him. Like, hold um, on. Yeah, oh, okay. And cool. then Jack just fucking cuts off both of his hands. Whoa. Oh, that's what happened? Like he, I totally missed he, that. He has, like, his giant sword, which I'm going to call the Big Goron sword. <laughs> and he yeah. fucking brings it down and cuts both of his hands off. Right. And he fucking drops the unicorn horn and his giant paw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking... He flies into the darkness, which made me think, like, isn't that the least place you'd want him to go? Like, he is darkness. Yeah. You would, like that seems that's like, like a super darkness. Seems like a sanctuary. And maybe he hit a star which is full light. Ah, that's true. And then he, yeah. <laughs> so afterwards did he say that now Xenu can take over the world? <laughs> I thought we were going to go this whole thing without talking about Xenu, but now okay, no. now that I have to point it out. I'm a Scientologist. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am black, gay, Scientologist, Mexican. As well as a Mormon. <laughs> also Mormon. Scientology, Mormonism. Yeah, and, but to bring all this up, I'm also I'm also Tom Waits. <laughs> oh! To end it off on a good note, I'm also Tom Waits. <laughs> well, we haven't ended it yet because there's a very important bit of this movie. Uh, the princess has fallen under a spell. And uh, Jack is the only one who, according to Gump, can solve the riddle of the spell. And he remembers that one time at the beginning where she says that whoever finds this ring, she will marry that person. And so he goes diving back into the water to find the ring, I guess. And um, they all say goodbye to, to Jack before he goes. And he says he'll never forget them. And uh, he goes in the ring, finds the water, comes back out, and it looks completely different from when he jumped in. And also the princess is dressed totally different and is it almost it almost looks like a sleeping beauty situation yeah. or not a sleeping beauty situation. Sorry, like a like a like a like a uh, oh, what's her name? Snow White situation. Like she's in the forest. She's lying down asleep. And um, that is sleeping beauty. <laughs> no, no, sleeping beauty was in a castle. Sleeping Beauty was in Castle. Oh, um, Snow White was Snow White decided to fall asleep in the forest. She's like, I got this cool glass case I could sleep in. Mm -hmm. that exactly. Weird. That's a weird glass coffin. And so he puts the ring on her. Lily wakes up, says she had a terrible nightmare, asks if it was all a dream. He says that she's safe now, doesn't actually answer the question, which annoys me because I want to know <laughs> if it's a dream too. And then she says, So many terrible things happened. I learned something about myself. And something about you. What's that? You belong here. You're my prince. <laughs> I'm only Jack. My lord, Jack. Um, and then there's a very big close-up to the ring where you can clearly fucking see a reflection of the camera in it. And <laughs> very obviously. It wouldn't be Mike if he didn't notice that. Yep. And she gives it to Jack and says that she will. he will always have a piece of her. And then she asks if she can come by tomorrow. And he says, sure, he'll always be here. And then she leaves. That's the weirdest breakup I ever heard. And she just goes away and Jack stays in the forest a fucking like bird lands on his shoulder and then he turns around and sees everyone of everyone in uh, that was on his adventure gump and all the other like uh, elves and and the unicorns are okay the unicorns now, are the there too and just waves at them and then he just goes running off into the fucking like sunset and i'm left fucking confused as to what was real and what wasn't it all happened and why was she asleep in a different place um because was he brought her there and in order like to fucking jump in the water and everything it's weird it's weird <laughs> And I will say that um, since this is the fucking director's cut, it mm -hmm. ends off on a kind of a downer. It's like, oh, he's not going to be with Lily. And yeah. the fucking theatrical cut, um, he um, wakes her up and everything, and they kiss, and then they both run off together. See, that was the weird thing, too, is like she just leaves, and it makes it feel like a like a fuck buddy situation. Like, yeah. She probably has a prince and a life back. And she's going to bang Tom Cruise in the middle of the forest. Yeah, and leave him there. That's Much like Katie Holmes did. <laughs> that seems like the optimal place to bang Tom, Tom Cruise. <laughs> in, the forest, in the forest. Without anybody knowing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you fuck in the forest of Tom Cruise, did you really fuck? <laughs> So no, the answer. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, true. Thanks for asking that. So this movie was weird. 
and I really liked it a lot. I loved the sets. I loved the costumes. Uh, the characters were memorable, except for Tom Cruise. He kind of felt like a non-character. Yeah. Oh, he. he remember, I remember him. He's creepy. He's <laughs> yeah. creepy in my he's part. He's creepy to start off, and then he's very, like, kind of... turns into, like, Although oh, it, maybe I should stop being, like, a weirdo. Yeah. He's like a, ma- a male Mary Sue by the end of the movie. Like, he Pretty does much. everything right. He knows exactly what he needs to do, and he's not when particularly he just interesting. he called a male Sue? A male Sue, exactly. He's a male Sue. Could have called him a Morty Sue. <laughs> <laughs> a Morty Sue. <laughs> It's a terrible number. Uh, uh, gee, I don't know about that. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh come on, Morty Sue. Let's, hey, let's go. Hey, hey I'm Gump. I just, I just um, take the sword. <laughs> Morty. Come on, come on, Morty. You just got to take, gotta take you the sword, gotta, Morty. You got you to gotta put Una. You got to put her You gotta put her way up your butt, Morty. <laughs> oh, gee, I don't know about this, Rick. <laughs> I mean, Gump. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. Um, but. Uh, so tell me what you thought about the movie, Ethan. I mean, I thought it was okay. I really appreciated kind of the uh, set pieces of it, but like something about like '80s high fantasy just always makes you go. Mm-mm. It sounded like that double part sounded cool. See, that's though. the thing. I cope. I totally, completely agree with you. Usually, with I hate fantasy movies. Usually, like I, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Labyrinth. Not a big fan of The Dark Crystal. Not a big fan of a lot of those, like, especially 80s type of, like, fantasy films. Where it just feels weird It just esoteric. feels weird, and it feels like this is a universe that's already been written about, and Third you feel Mad left Max. out. Third <laughs> Mad Max movie. This movie is different for me, and I think it's because of the way it's shot and lit, and, like, yeah. the setting. Like, I think, because, and uh, my girlfriend's a big fan of Ridley Scott as well, um, and she's always, like, told me, like, the thing about Ridley Scott is no matter how good the movie is, the worlds always feel lived in. Yeah. There are stories in this world that you'll never know about, but the characters do. And that makes it just all the more That's real. That's an exact reason why I don't hate Prometheus mm-hmm. because Prometheus looks just so good. Yeah. And it's, and this is one of those, another example of that. Like the story isn't the strongest thing in the world. Yeah. It's very simple. Very simple. Very straightforward. Very cliche. However, just the sets and the lighting and the acting in a lot of the cases too, yeah. and the makeup, really brings this together it yeah. really it like transcends this film over things like labyrinth like it just it just works man it just fucking works at least again i can only speak to the last half of the movie just fucking works i mean it's not like the f- first half was boring it mm-hmm. just didn't um what's the term tickle my pickle that's the, term. <laughs> that's the specific term so right if you didn't like this fantasy movie from my j5 it didn't tickle your d <laughs> The average size of D. <laughs> yeah, definitely no big deal over here. Um, um, but yeah, it, it it felt like I really appreciate the production of this movie. Yeah. It looks so cool. And to hear that it was a strained production too, really like just goes to show the artistry that really went into <laughs> fucking two Tom, lights. A fucking Ridley Scott has never, like as far as I know of back then, he definitely not great with fucking like always had problems on set and then mm-hmm. they translate well into great movies. Because it's true. Same thing. Blade Runner had a horrible production. Oh, def- it's fucking, still. Yeah. Yeah. People hated being on Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Like the crew called the movie Blood Runner. Yeah. 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 And fucking top. Fuck, well, he doesn't like being in any movie, but Harrison Ford Harrison was like, Ford. I, don't, like I don't care for being on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't yeah, want to be in movies I, anymore. I, like that's the whole art through adversity thing where I think like this, it's little... how like rough it was making this movie and that and that's just another layer of how much I like. Same movies. thing like, with man, Alien. No yeah. one liked being on Alien, yeah. especially like uh, Sigourney Weaver. She hated it. She yeah. she always felt like she only want she only came back because fucking as far as I know of um, really Scott wasn't directing it. <laughs> <laughs> really, she was like really has gone good. No fucking um, uh, James Cameron uh, apparently went up to her and he's like, um, oh, we're gonna make it Aliens, and then she's like, I don't want to be on Aliens, and, they, and then he um, called her bluff. He's like, that's okay, we wrote a script without you, Ooh. and then she and um, uh, in the fuck, well, this is tangent. But in the fucking director's cut of uh, Aliens, 
um, uh, James Cameron refers to Sigourney Weaver as, quote, a classy broad. Ooh. And when she heard that, she's like, no, I'm going to be an aliens. And then fucking hook, line, and singer. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Fun movie trivia about a movie we didn't watch. And you know what? Not, <laughs> not only did she want to be an alien, she's like, if you ever make a movie about blue people, I'll be in that too. I'll, I'll be the fuck in that movie. <laughs> so um, I got a tail. <laughs> I'm so, in. <laughs> man. So before we, before we go movie. out, there's one thing I wanted to bring about this movie. It's a weird... Uh, um, uh, conspiracy theory I have about this film, the meaning of it. Now you said that uh, that you have already heard a conspiracy theory about this movie. What is it? Uh, that this was uh, that this movie apparently Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, oh, is that it? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like because the darkness kind of also reminded me of like the boredom in um, the Never Ending Tale. I thought maybe there was oh, a the never ending, there. Sorry. The Never Ending Story. Yeah. Sorry, but that's not what I was going to say. What I'm going to say is this entire movie, and this is going to sound fucking insane, and I know how this sounds. This entire movie is about abortion. <laughs> Okay, please elaborate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this entire movie is about the main character, the not the main character, Jack, the main character, the woman having to decide whether or not she should keep her baby or not. So the opening of the movie takes place with her touching a uh, unicorn, the purest thing. This is actually her having sex with Jack and having a baby. Then later on, the best quote in the movie happens where the devil says about, um, what does he say specifically? What does he say to her? He says, the dreams of youth are the regrets of maturity, bringing up the idea that the things that you do as a child will later on be regretful. And what he wants more than anything is for her to accept darkness into her life, to, to, to rather than become a good person, instead choose a different path. To, to to not to kill the unicorn, kill the thing that will bring life, kill the thing that will bring a new dawn, new 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 life to come into the world. He wants darkness. He wants death. That's what he wants. Jack instead wants to bring life into the world again. He wants the the unicorn to to continue to exist. And it's up to her. It's her choice in the end whether to kill the unicorn and have a new dawn, a new birth happening, or. Uh, for uh, for death to take over, for that regret and uh, that uh, of maturity to not happen. That's my weird uh, theory. About I don't this know movie. if I was. I've been watching this movie wrong <laughs> my whole life now. <laughs> now, I mean that that makes sense, kind of. I mean, not a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I'll have to definitely watch this movie. Is, I'll have to but, definitely watch this movie like, again. But yeah, that's. Uh, but that's there's a weird... all these weird illusions, and then later on, she says, "I had a dream of something terrible happening." You know, definitely something of like of like how people feel after something like a like a birth occurring. Although, of course, there's not really a birth by the end of the movie, so yeah. that really totally throws the monkey wrench into my plan. However, that fucking ending is super. That weird. That could be a very weird. Like, uh, maybe well, would the birth be the releasing the unicorn? It could be the releasing yeah, the unicorn. Could it could also be like Tom Cruise bursts out of the water in a very like rebirth feel. You know what I mean? Like coming out of a like a womb. That's <laughs> how it, it's also, the worst thing to pop out of a womb oh, is a Tom Cruise. Is, I mean, yeah, Tom Cruise is a baby. One size. poor lady had to have that happen to her. <laughs> how do you guys feel about this theory? Why don't you go to our Facebook and Twitter and tell us all about it? Tell me how I'm full of shit. You should also email us at email at theotherfpodcast.com and uh, let me know what you think about this theory. And if you're sick of hearing theories, why don't you leave a review on our <laughs> iTunes and tell us that you don't want to hear any more of mine? Uh, leave it on a five star rating review so we can read it on the show. Uh, I think that's it, right? Uh, I think so. All right. We're on, uh, I, I don't know, I, this is what people do now, but we're on Google Play and Stitcher. Are we on we're Google on, Play and Stitcher? Oh, I think we're on Stitcher. Never mind. We should like, be on Stitcher. We should be on Stitcher. I think I might also, have submitted for us. Also, since this is like a government podcast, like you guys got this podcast from the government. It's on like ca.gov, right? Oh, it's definitely oh, yeah. on ca.gov. Yeah, okay, it. It's on a lot of Yeah, it's on everything. 
you know, we try also, to get we're recording there. live, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, uh, if you guys want to call in, talk about uh, Legend, why don't you uh, call our number? 1 800. We'll give you about five minutes. If no one calls, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll 1 stop. 1 800 555 half. Thank you, Ray, for oh, being on the show. Thank you for having you me. You have been a legend. Oh! <laughs> I'm to die on my way home now. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, why don't you uh, take us out? Okay. Um, good night, everyone. Uh, I'll see you next week. You Wait, you're not fucked it up. You're not coming back next week, do you? No, you you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I fucked it up. You're a piece of On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you devil. No, good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Every one person. <laughs>